Yo guys, Max here. So today I decided to do my first anchor talk um, and I wanted to talk about e-commerce. So I automatically linked up with this really chill guy from the UK. And um, in the in the conversation, you can clearly tell it's my first time in a podcast and an anchor talk. So I kind of let him take control of the conversation, but it was a really helpful conversation nevertheless. Um, the guy was super, super stoked, and uh, we actually talked about my um, insights on e-commerce and my idea, because I've actually never been involved in e-commerce. And for the rest, he gave his uh, personal experiences, which is quite a bit, and at the end, he gave some tips and tricks. So for anyone who's actually interested in e-commerce or just to hear some experiences, this is definitely a good video. I definitely recommend seeing it. And uh, I'd appreciate some feedback or any comments. That'd be great. So for the rest, there's one thing to say. I hope you guys enjoy. Cheers. Awesome. So uh, today we are talking about e-commerce and I have with me uh, Max van der Hagen. Uh, Is that that your name? Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Rotterdam, and we're going to talk about e-commerce. My name's Ads. I'm from the UK. This should be an interesting conversation. Max, how are you, dude? I'm good. I'm doing great. It's uh, it's, it's nice weather outside. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, awesome. Really I, wish I, could, I wish I could say the same, but it's uh, it's very cloudy and it's raining like crazy where I am. I'm sitting in my car and I'm just pulling up to the gym, and nice. uh, it's very very depressing. Where whereabouts in uh, whereabouts in the UK are you located? Uh, so I'm from the south of the UK in a place called Bristol, Bristol which right. is a very nice, multicultural, heavily industrialized oh. city. Uh, it's expensive. It's getting more and more expensive to live here because more and more people want to come here, and there's just a lot of attractions here as well. So um, yeah, all right, sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh, so you're from Rotterdam, and uh, let me just get this straight: you're not high at the no, moment, are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Especially with Kings Day, you'd expect that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just stereotyping, uh, uh, just stereotyping Dutch people here. No, so, no, uh, yeah, I have all the right me. to, especially today. Today it's our national, <laughs> sorry, it's our king's birthday today, right? And, oh right, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. the stuff that goes on in the city today, it's it's mad. So no, no, you no, can imagine, imagine the imagine. view that we have of our city now with all the people um, walking around doing uh, the yeah. typical, typical yeah. Dutch things. I mean, so Everyone's having a good yeah, time, no, though, right? Exactly. That's that's the whole fun of it. It's it's all it's all laughs at the end of the day. Awesome. So so e-commerce. Um, do you, so can you tell me about e-commerce? Um, right. Okay. Um, actually, I know a little about the subject, but I've been involved in a couple of um, I wouldn't say schemes, but I've been involved in a couple of different projects with different people who are really busy with it. And I was actually super interested sure. to talk about it with someone else and what their opinion on it was. Because what I see uh, current day is lots of people are trying to buy things off the internet super cheap. Yeah, um, that's let's, right. Let's say like stuff from like AliExpress, right? Those like no branded bracelets, like those army bracelets. And it's super smart actually to see those things happening. Like they, they buy those things for like really cheap per piece or they bulk buy it, right? And from there, yeah. they, um, they they let it ship to themselves. And from there, they, they start branding these no-branded items, right? And then they got this online web store where they actually sell it for, I don't know, I would say like 100 or like 200% profit on something which they bought initially for like $2 a piece. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Awesome. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say two things and you're instantly going to realize that I've also had experience in this. All right. Facebook, Shopify. Facebook and Spotify. Shopify. Oh, Shopify. Yeah, Shopify. Yeah. 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 So, so I've had a lot of experience running Facebook ads on my Shopify stores in the past as well. And, um, I used to buy uh, a lot of products from AliExpress, Smart. Chinese nice, supplier. Nice, nice, exactly that. And yeah, so buy loads of products from there, and basically test different products. So test which ones are, uh, you know, which ones are performing well, which ones are sucking really badly. Right. And there's one product that did really well, and I made about fifteen thousand dollars in grand. Uh, the space of ten days, ten days, man. That is mad. Unfortunately. With, with drop shipping, there's so many barriers that you encounter with your merchant accounts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because a lot of these merchant accounts, they don't like drop shippers because, um, a, uh, it's a bit of a shady business because you you don't really provide much information about yourself, and b, your supplier is based in China, it's so you very you have very limited, yeah you have very sketchy information on on your supplier as well. So and also and c would be stupid delivery times as well. So if you're if you're uh, if you're delivering to people in the US, for example, it can take up to like thirty yeah. days before. And what happened with me is, when I did fifteen thousand dollars, everything was going smooth. I was like, everything was all the payments were being taken by PayPal, and uh, PayPal just decided to bit slap me. Despite me having a very good history with PayPal, they just said, "We're going to put a hold on your account because you know you've got all these, you've got all these uh, all this influx of money, but you're not putting tracking numbers into um, into your order history." Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's true. So I got in touch with the supplier. I said, look, is there any way that you can sell this, you can send this item out any faster? They said, yeah, we can, but for an extra $50 per oh. piece. And I said, I'm good, man, I'm good. <laughs> so basically, most you probably know this, but most dropshippers online, they use uh, what's called the e-packet yep. service with AliExpress. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was so yeah, so send that, send that cheaper. So so for those of, you, so those of you who are listening and you don't understand what e-packet is, uh, e-packet is basically a service, uh, an exclusive deal between Chinese suppliers and uh, the United States Postal Service, USPS, yeah. which allows for a, ch- a cheap shipping t- uh, fee. And sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you get your product shipped to people in the States for like just uh, just under two weeks. Oh, but a lot of times good, it yeah. takes about Yeah, so, so that's what happened to me. So PayPal really, really screwed me over. And because they put a hold on my account, I was basically moving money from PayPal straight to my bank account as fast as possible, just so I can cover the ad spend yeah. on Facebook because it was my business. I needed to pump money back into ads to keep the business rolling. I was I was spending no money on like personal stuff. All the profit was going back into Facebook mm-hmm. ads. And then when they put a the hold on my account, I said to PayPal, "I said PayPal, what, what are you doing, guys? You're you're fucking screwing me over because here I am running yeah. a business. I've just got off the ground. You can see I've got some orders coming yeah. through." Here's here's all my documents. Here's my registered company. I'm fully legit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they said, "Sorry, you know, we're going to put a hold on your account." I'm like, "You bastard!" Wow. So, so what happened was, um, I ended up refunding loads of people, man. So it sucked really badly. I think in the end, I made about four thousand dollars to keep in my pocket, yeah. but that was a horrible experience. So, so after that, I decided to ditch PayPal, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to stick with my Shopify store, ditch PayPal, yeah. and I'm just going to use Stripe. Happens and. Uh, so I did okay with that as well. Um, I made a few thousand dollars here, a few thousand dollars there, but it was it just wasn't consistent. And then Facebook made a lot of changes with their algorithm, etc., yeah. etc. Et if you look at a lot of the dropshipping groups, everyone's complaining about, 
oh, you know, Facebook ads are not performing, Facebook ads are not performing, and that's because Facebook keep changing things. So for me personally, I think e-commerce is a great business to get into, uh, but you need to have everything worked out. You need you need your logistics sorted out. You need to be in touch with your supplier beforehand. Yeah. And um, you also need to... Uh, you also need to make sure that you look at the products before you send out to the customer because you get chargebacks if the if the product is shit. So there's all sorts of things you want to do. My tip, my tips yeah, personally ask, would be what, what tips? What if you were to give tips to a new coming yeah, so, in this business? Yeah. What tips would you give? Yeah. So, so, so my tips would be um, if you find a product that you think is going to do well and you've sold a few on through Facebook already, get the product. Uh, you just get the product uh, physically yeah. yourself. Make your own video. Like shoot your own like video, video because if you shoot, yeah, so if you shoot your own video, it's going to be a unique video. Nobody else has that video, and also Facebook's not going to you know ban your ad account because someone might file copyright claims right, right. and say, "Hey man, you're using blah blah blah." The other tip I would say is reach out to your supplier beforehand and get them on Skype. Like no excuses, talk to them, just talk to them voice chat. Say, look, like I'm from such and such country. Um, I want to buy like you know X number of your yeah. products. Do you accept bulk orders through a CSV file? So that that way you can send them bulk orders. Just send them a, a big ass CSV Smart. file exported from your e-commerce store, and that way they can just put the tracking numbers in. You can re-upload those tracking numbers to your store, and uh, and go from there. Now here's a tip that a lot of people probably aren't aware of, and it's something that will bite people in the ass. You might get the suppliers on Skype. They might be really really nice with you, etc. Mm-hmm. etc. And they might process like 200 orders for you. Everything's going good. Life is good. All of a sudden, you realize that, shit, my product is killing it. I'm going to chuck some more money on the Facebook ads. And now I'm selling 500 a day, maybe 1,000 a day, maybe 2,000 a day. What then happens is a lot of these suppliers, unfortunately, and I don't want to stereotype Chinese people, but their situation is quite desperate. Well, a lot of these suppliers, they will get desperate and hungry. And what they would do is when, when you send them that CSV file to yeah. upload the tracking numbers, that CSV file back with bogus tracking oh, with numbers. tracking numbers that aren't like that just don't show any. Yeah, tracking numbers. Yeah, exactly. So you put that into your store, then your customer will get notified that the product's on the way. Like thirty days afterwards, customer saying, "Hey, where the fuck's my product?" You go back to the supplier, you go back to USPS or whatever uh, courier that yeah. you're using, and you find out that tracking number doesn't oh. exist, and you're taking money from you. <laughs> and there's not a lot you can do, so you got to be really careful. I had a friend um, who spent six dollars on um, on AliExpress goods, yeah. and so sixty thousand spent. His supplier sent back a tracking number and well tracking numbers, right. and all of them were bogus. Every single one was bogus. And wow. yeah, he basically walked. He was out of pocket, dude. Sixty thousand dollars. So luckily we managed to save him because um, he had some money left over in his PayPal account. And I said, look, let's just sell this one product that's kicking ass for you at the moment. It was basically the selfie drone. So we sold the selfie drone, and the supplier was very, very good, very good nice. reputation on AliExpress. So. We called him up and we said, Look, you know, we've had this experience. Can you please assure us you're not going to mess us around? We know your address. We know where your factory is based, et cetera, right. et cetera. We know where you are. If you think it's about, we're going to come over there. We're going to come and see you. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, 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 cool. Yeah, no, no, there's no need for that. I'm happy to do business with you, blah, blah, blah. So we scaled up this campaign, and my friend did like $30,000 in a single day. <laughs> so within like, within like three days three days he made his money back which is, is insane uh, but like, like I said not everything lasts forever and products have their they have their like they fizzle out after a little while so you might sell a product and after a little while it'll fizzle out because that's just well, the way it is fizzle out? Um, 
So you might launch a selfie drone, but then after, say, a month, people stop buying them because everyone that you've decided to target with your ad has seen the ad. And there's no other, there's oh, no other like newer that. audiences there's to target. no extra people that actually want to continue to buy yeah, them. Yeah, so you basically, you basically uh, what's called is uh, saturate your audience. Right. So you've basically shown that to the same audience like two or three times and they're not going to buy yeah. anymore. Oh, um, I mean, Facebook, Facebook does give it a feature of creating something called a lookalike audience. So you can target different parts of the world. But what we realized was with my friend's product was it was mainly selling in Brazil. So we targeted the fuck out of Brazil <laughs> as much as possible. Um, eventually, it just got to the period where it just slowed down. So that's an example of a product that would probably is not an evergreen product. If you want to make it big, the best thing to do is probably try and sell an evergreen product. Yeah. Evergreen is something that you can promote any time of the year. It's a product that uh, solves a solution. So, for example, um, let's say I'm just giving you an example here. I don't even know if it exists, but let's say there's like a pair of scissors for someone who has really bad arthritis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, that product would sell all year round, like day in, day out, because it's a exactly. problem solver, right? Change. So it's an evergreen. Exactly. So that's the kind of thing you want to look at, really. Um, seasonal products are also quite good so you could also try uh, barbecue products when it's barbecue yeah, season uh, a product that's doing quite well I know is a uh, is a defrost mat so it's like a it's like a mat made out of metal and you place some meat on it and it defrosts it really, oh, really quickly smart. so yes yeah, so that's pretty cool so they're on AliExpress for about $12 and people are flogging them for like $50 oh, you know crazy. so some really good products Yes, it's a good business model, but in my opinion, having tasted uh, the success and uh, disasters of e-com, um, it's a very volatile business to be in, especially when uh, you haven't established yourself as a brand. Because a lot of these people that run drop shipping stores on Facebook, they're not established brands; they're just pop-up stores with general items. You know, they're not really a they're not really a niche store. They don't target one specific type yeah. of product, so they're not really branding themselves. Ideally, if you want to if you want a store for for longevity, you want to make sure that you brand yourself. So, for example, if you were running a store that targeted athletes who are into running, for example, you would create a store that's totally around well, running, running accessories, how you, how running you shoes. Branding yourself on on Shopify, or would you do that on so, Facebook? So you would use Instagram. Instagram is the best place to really brand yourself, and you would just post some really really good quality material right. on Instagram. It can be some fantastic pictures. Uh, just it could be even it could be a sexy woman just going for a run, you know, um, uh, or it could just be an attractive man going yeah. for a run. It could be, or it could be like a, it could, it could be something. It could just be a nice image to look at. But what you would do is in the caption you would put down, you would like for example, it could be a beach, right? It could be a beach with a really nice picture of a beach. You could say, uh, "What do you think of this beach? Awesome place. Wouldn't you like to be here? A great place for a run." And then you would put in a link to your store, right. for example. Simple. So you're kind of using that. Saying this would be a great place to run, you know. So you're kind of, kind yeah. of utilizing that nice-looking image, and then uh, putting your message behind that image. So, so yeah, uh, that would be that would be my tips, pretty oh, much. Man. That's that's great. Really, really good insight on everything. Yeah, um, yeah. really interesting. Um, so, so anchor is uh, gives us 15 minutes as a co-host feature. So it says we're going to be it's going to be wrapping up soon. So after about 40 seconds or so, it's just okay. going to cut off. So if this is your yeah. first time, uh, I would appreciate it once this is finished, if you can give me a thumbs up and sure I will thing, do the same. Sure thing, definitely. It will basically, we'll be, we'll be friends and anchor if we, if we both give each other a thumbs up so we can, we can uh, do co-hosts Sounds in the future good. as well. I'd love to do that. Great talk, man.
awesome. Uh, it's been awesome talking yeah, to you. Same, same with you. Hey, take soon. care.